0: The only podcast made by, for, and of the terminally online. I'm Sarah, aka Large Voldo the size of a small Voldo. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I do have to that. emphasize that it is not a threat and just a fact.
0: Yes, thank you. I because do you did
1: you, you did steamroll over that one.
0: <laughs> I, I am really excited to get to Large Voldo the size of a small Voldo. <laughs> um, I'm Wait, I'm not. Hold, hold on. Wait, what, if it, what if it was Large Boulder the size of a small Colorado? Okay. <laughs> okay okay
1: um i'm matt also known as gone delaney
0: <laughs> i like it i like
2: it i'm scott matt also known as rebecca long Feely.
0: Okay. i don't get it <laughs> i don't think i get it either but i was going along with it
2: once once we've recorded this bad boy and you listen back you'll love it
0: i'll don't
1: giggle worry. okay Gotcha. I love it. I love it. We need the context. It's it's, it's enticing people in. They're coming exactly. in to listen. They want to understand Rewatch the name. Fodder.
0: So Hell yeah. I I'm just a little bit concerned that because your names are both Matt, the listening audience will be able to, won't be able to tell you apart. And I'm a little bit worried. We do
1: about sound that. remarkably similar. Yeah, yeah identical. That's
0: true. <laughs> just the exact same. Anyways, uh, before we before we get into this, I'm going to grab that tab, grip it and rip it, baby. Fuck All right, it. what we got what we got? my well my bottle opener the plastic casing on my block my bottle opener just broke it's fine and Also, this thing is just not fucking opening <laughs> jesus <laughs> it's stuck uh, i'm 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 fucking with the three heads ipa today the kind okay so, i'm on a yeah i i'm on the hunt for jobs so i'm beer i'm back to beeb
1: <laughs> nice nice i got my usual it's a mill street organic it's the beer i usually drink unless i have shitty molson in the fridge
0: Oh, yeah, that's a bitter baby.
1: <laughs> couldn't, I, couldn't be me.
0: That's a bitter baby. It's a boy.
2: <laughs> I am drinking the finest, cleanest tap water oh, you guys have been oh, ever it's
0: seen. It's wow. We, we've been we've been bested.
2: I actually found out recently that um, Scotland's water tastes really nice because the glacier didn't, uh, I don't know, the Ice Age glacier didn't leave all the like, dirt and sand and it's all gone to England, which
1: makes <laughs> me feel nice. I mean, yeah, all the dirt does go to England, doesn't it? Yeah. Scottish
2: tap water is absolutely fire.
1: Good to know. Tap water uh, here is fine. I still put it through a filter just because, like, might as well. Uh, so
0: we're, we're, we're fucking around with the format again. because Not, not like, majorly, but we're just shifting things around. Uh, we're going to put shoutouts up front because we had originally, like, kind of set out shoutouts to be, like, uh, uh, a a um, what's the is it is a bell end? Is that the right word? Like a bell end at the end of our. I don't
1: think that's show? the right word. I think you need a bookend.
0: <laughs> a book? Not I don't think bookend. I'm talking about something that, like lifts you up, not like a just like a closer. Because bookending would mean we opened and closed with shout outs. Right.
1: Definitely not a bell end, though. <laughs> yeah,
0: definitely not that. Uh, whatever it is, it was originally meant to be just like a boon to our spirits before we closed out the show. Uh, but since we've reformatted the show to be like less, we need to cover the darkest and biggest news stories um we're gonna start we're gonna kick we're gonna start off with things just to kind of get things flowing and i know i'm kind of going against that right now by disrupting the flow by explaining it but it'll be good i promise
1: (laughs) so we're talking about the google stadia what's up with that Are we really excited? Did everyone, um, I, I was kind of expecting this platform to be extremely su- successful and good and that there wouldn't be major problems with both the way that it functions and its delivery of games to consumers. But it turns out that it's um, having trouble attracting uh, companies to actually release games for
0: it. Yeah, yeah, like um the 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 my metric for checking state for checking on Stadia popularity is um Jeff Gersman of Giant Bomb fame uh he uh posted his friend he posted his like na- his Stadia name like really early and just accepted any and all friend requests he got from randos. And yeah. so every every week he every time Stadia comes up he like does a check in as to like what people have been playing whenever he's booted Stadia and like he never sees more than one player at a time of his like <laughs> of his like maxed out friend list <laughs> and they're all only playing like the free games like Destiny yeah. two but now right. um. Someone made a post on the uh on the um the stadia subreddit that there it had been forty days since the stadia had a new game announcement, release, feature, update, or community or real community update.
1: And I mean It was it was conveniently like within about two weeks of the uh ninety day trial period as well.
0: Yeah, I'm 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 Ooh. Oprah I'm Oprah spreading her hands dot gif right here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that really is the best way you could sum up this situation, huh?
0: Yeah. Uh, Google got up on stage. and was like, "Listen, there, we we've said there's going to be 120 games this year, and we're going to commit to that. We're going to deliver on that promise. But we are not the ones responsible for announcing all of the games. Okay. So we're going to leave that to the studios, and we're going to announce the first party stuff, and leave the rest to the rest of the guys. The
1: first party stuff, like the Google made games. Yeah, can't wait would
2: spend the next the ones that famously exist no games,
0: or like even the not sorry, not first party exclusive. I misspoke. Right? Like, okay. Exclusives like get gi- like guilt. G-Y-L-T, and, um... Huh? I can't wait for them to put, like... <laughs> oh, Orcs Must Die 3. Orcs Must Die 3. Oh, right, that uh, game everyone's clamoring really. for.
1: <laughs> we, I needed to know what happens next in the Orcs Must Die series. The OMD <laughs> community has been popping
2: off this week.
0: <laughs> They've the been or- so the thirsty. Or- <laughs> the OMD fandom is dying. Share this status if you're an orc... <laughs> if you're, you're a
1: mustard... <laughs> I can't wait I can't wait for 81 distinct versions of Brick to come out on December 31st,
0: 2020. <laughs> <laughs> you mean, wait, you, uh, by Brick, you mean Breakout, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I just wanted to, cl- I, I know it's, I'm not like trying to correct you, that's just me, I, I know it as Breakout.
1: Right, yeah, Brick is just, I think, what it was called on the, the iPod versions of it. Yes, that does sound Which exciting. I fucking miss those. I miss there being games on, like, the basic, basic iPods. Oh, I God, played I the I fuck it? out of that quiz game.
0: Yes! The ones where, like, pulled from your music queue?
2: Yeah! Music my god. god, what I would do for one of those now.
1: Oh my god, I'm so... The, the, that game is absolutely why I just... Steph always gets weirded out by the my mysterious power to know when any song came out, or any yeah. album came out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, And yeah, it's yeah. because of that fucking game. <laughs> I have the same I, thing.
0: I bashed my head against the year... Like, those questions about the years, and I never got them right, but I am very good at telling a song from the first, like... Quarter of a, from like one, from hearing one beat of it.
1: Yeah, one beat and I'm in. I got it. Yeah. And that it doesn't, it doesn't explain. explain Call me for because all,
0: yeah. all, all I need is one beat. Like, nice. Like how he starts all of his songs. I need,
1: um, I, I don't really have a way to explain why I'm so good at telling the year's movies came out, but, um, I'll just, um, it's, it's also that game somehow.
0: <laughs> yeah. There was, it, there it was a your movie, was, right there for, was a for for movie uh, one. Yeah. Yeah, but I never played it.
1: Snappy, it didn't pull from your metadata, so. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's
0: true, so not as fun. Uh, uh, Elon Musk like... made another song. Don't fuck, I don't want a fucking
1: time. <laughs> so Matt, introduce- Matt, you were just talking about how you're excited to have plenty of time to make new music this year. Are you feeling good that you're releasing music the same year as Elon Musk?
2: Yeah, it kind of feels like I'm fulfilling my destiny. Like, I've really, really, really been sort of on the lookout for a nemesis. <laughs> this feels like a really good time to create a pretty dramatic uh, sort of beef. Uh, And you guys might not know, but there's been a big uh, UK rap beef, which is the first time in ages that it's really happened. And it's kind of got me in the mood. So now I'm going to make like a Elon Musk send and it's going to have yeah. like, uh, I'm going to record a video and I'm going to make a lot of very rude comments about his hair and his nice.
0: car. What is the UK rap beef? Just pull a twist and expose like his fucking, <laughs> his fucking like children born out of wedlock. Well, yeah. it's
2: interesting you say that, the UK beef is Wiley and uh, Stormzy, and basically Stormzy called out Wiley for moving his mum to Cyprus whenever like things got a bit tough, and it was like, uh, you're gonna f- uh, fly Mumsey out to Cyprus. It was great. I sh- I'm not the one who should really be explaining this, but it was good, and <laughs> I liked it.
1: I'm interested uh, in hearing about this, because like I only really know Wiley from the one song with the Elba on it, but the song does whip.
2: So, well, listen. Both you these, should both check out. Rips. Still disappointed by Stormzy. It's like the kind of the 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 nail in the coffin, I would say, for the the kind of quick beef that happened. It's great. Okay. it's a really good track.
0: But um, back to the topic at hand. This is Elon Musk's <laughs> second uh, surprise music track, uh, following hot on the heels of his April first, twenty nineteen track, R.I.P. Harambe. I
1: feel relatively certain that whoever hosted that week did play a set section of it at the end of the episode. But, Maybe. like, I don't remember what I say on podcasts immediately after I record them, so I'm not going to remember <laughs> something that happened last April. Yeah,
2: I'm usually so excited to listen back.
0: So you know how Harambe is, like, that was that was kind of like, like, if that was dead, that meme was dead for a long, yeah. that meme should have been dead. For a long time. Right. Um, and it stayed around for, it had such staying power because, like, African names funny. Yeah like that was that
1: That was the whole thing yes I remember
0: Kumail Nanjiani getting fucking absolutely ratioed to shit for that take which is the correct take like Mm -hmm. who the fuck remembers Cecil the lion no one no one made Cecil like there was like one um oh what was his name the fucking the I am completely on a tangent here the that one vine guy who like did that one vine of him finding the guy Fieri uh pressure cooker for 69 (laughs) dollars
2: I have no idea I I want a link to that vine please
0: (laughs) yeah he um he he did a Fine with like that was that said both Cecil the Lion and Harambe and that was the only time I've ever heard anyone mention Cecil the Lion, which happened around the same time and was a similar thing. But right, anyways, so that was like a meme that probably died to most people in like 2018 because that the original Harambe thing. Do you remember when that was? Like off the dome? No,
1: no I, I do not remember off the dome. But 20, I am May of 2016. May 2016. Okay. Okay, Harambe, that's right. happened,
0: Harambe okay. happened while Obama was still president. Yeah. <laughs> ah, the homestuck yeah, president. True, right. <laughs> exactly. Um, but so, uh, Mr. Musk brought that one back, screeching, like, just fucking hot on the heels of the latest topic in April 1st of 2019. And now, on uh, January 31st, 2020, we all op- woke up this morning and opened Twitter to be greeted to a bunch of bootlickers cheering about the song, Don't Doubt Your Vibe, and it's you like You Are <laughs> Vibe. He doesn't even know way that y, YR... YR right?
1: No, YR is way better. YR yes, is the superior exactly. way to say it.
2: That's why it's good that he didn't use it.
0: Okay, yeah, I guess so. We don't want him to be cool. There's unfortunately no lyrics, so I have no way of interacting with this song without listening to it, which I refuse to do, and I'm very glad that someone mentioned Boasty so that we can make it the outro track instead of the fucking Elon Musk EDM track.
2: Okay, but I am going to have it on in the background for the next couple of minutes, so go <laughs>
0: <laughs> just play it really quietly off your phone. All right, tell me the it bangs. I won't uh, listen, but tell me.
2: Oh, do we... Oh, my God. The first recommendation is the Fantano review. Let's keep that in the old binio.
0: <laughs> oh, that um. sounds like... That sounds like some fucking challenging material.
1: Sure. I, uh, I, he's still I, around, huh?
0: I say that, but I've actually been watching a lot of Fantano's content lately. I just like, don't like the man. I, I get that. I don't love him either, but I... I, I he is a, uh, he is less of a, this is weird to say, but he is, my only other, like, new music, like, avenue is to go to the front page of Pitchfork, and Anthony Fantano is less fucking masturbatory than Pitchfork, so.
1: That's fair. Yeah, because we keep losing music publications, which is a huge bummer. <laughs> yeah. Is Noisy
0: still around? Yeah. Fuck, I don't, barely. Just. Hey, what if instead of, what if instead of Boasty it was called Noisy? Yeah. Like anything. This is something. <laughs> I don't, I think you're being very generous.
2: <laughs> okay, I had to put that off. That was bad. No, it wasn't good. <laughs> not, not good. It does not bang. It does not whip. It sounds like the the kind of music that my friend's older brother that smoked vanilla cigarettes listened to.
0: <laughs> so you're saying that like Grimes Grimes uh completely fucked though her politics may be now that uh, Elon Musk has corrupted her. Well, that's not true. She was probably there was. <laughs> You don't fuck Elon Musk without having some busted yeah. politics. Um, yeah. But, uh, fucking, like, you'd think dating Grimes, like, you would, like, I don't know, be like, hey, can you, like, listen to this and give me some, like, feedback
1: <laughs> or something? You, like, learn how to use, like, logic or something, because she, like, yeah. she produces a lot of her own, she produces like, most of her own shit.
0: Like, wow. bottom, like, bottom line, all of her politics aside, like, Grimes is, like, Art Angels does not slap any less, even though, like, Grimes is this person now, you know? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, he definitely got production lessons from her, but the man has no soul, so it's kind of hard to write music without a soul, I feel. Yeah. Like, I, feel. I don't
0: remember if this was in our channel or if it was just. <ắt> <voice> <Ottawa> heart and I fell in love with you, heart and I fell in love... <days>
1: I mean, as I, I was about to just say like rich people don't have any like soul whatsoever, which is true. But like, you know, some rich people can produce good music. They just can't be, you know, South Africans who fled the country after apartheid ended.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's just
0: um, <laughs> Yeah, I think so, I think we've spent enough I still think we've spent enough time on on everyone's favorite musky Husky. So let's head to the next chat out, which is that Katie Hopkins finally got banned from Twitter. Yeah. Um, Good I words. have a hard time keeping like she's a UK person, right?
2: Yeah, uh, yeah. She's sort of like a UK um, Charlie Kirk, I guess. Like, a, yeah. The
1: main thing I feel like she is known for is the one picture of her. It's like how to be a white, how it feels to be a white conservative woman on Twitter, and yes. it's just her with like a like a like a paper target glued to her forehead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <I'm laughs> which like, yeah, you put the target there yourself. Yeah.
2: <laughs> That's how it is. The target is your posts idiot. Um <laughs> yeah, she uh she actually famously was on The Apprentice in the UK, which I think is a ironic. What did she actually get sort of banned advice. for? Uh right, so I d- I didn't actually see the tweet that she did get banned for, but um unfortunately, uh Rachel Riley who so this is going to take a bit of explaining. Rachel Riley is a host on Countdown, which is a a British TV show. I'm not sure that there's really a US equivalent, but it's like a letters and numbers game. Anyway, okay. um, she has really emerged in the past year or so as a very, like, neoliberal, anti-Corbyn, like, really pursuing the anti-Semitism route, like, really going after him on Twitter, and she's got a big mm-hmm. following. Like She's obviously brought appeal to a lot of people in, in the UK, but she like photoshopped a, an image of Jeremy Corbyn at an anti-apartheid march uh, and changed... Well, I don't know if she did it herself, but she sh- shared it anyway. Um, right. And, uh, the text and the sign's been changed, and I can't remember what it says, but it's pretty anti-Semitic, I think. That's uh, anyway, so Rachel Riley led this big campaign with some of the sort of, I would say lesser effective and lesser known sort of um, anti-defamation groups for Twitter in the UK. Presumably, they were the only people that would work there. But they basically presented a legal case, I think, to Twitter to get Katie Hopkins banned. So there was a lot of memes like uh, Katie Hopkins banned from Twitter, uh, but Rachel Riley is the one that did it. And
0: uh, what's it like? The, <laughs> the, the you don't have to hand it Larry to them. David. Yeah um so the <laughs> <laughs> accessory Larry David or like the Jay-Z game of him try- like just trying to decide whether or not to like groove to something yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah that
2: exactly um so that that is a pretty huge win and then there was a big prank on um
0: <laughs> I saw that
2: <laughs> on Twitter um uh, the prank is where, very good yeah someone uh some South African YouTuber basically invited Katie Hopkins to accept an award in prague so i presume she had to fly for whichever country no they, they literally flew
1: her out put her up in the hotel like they spent money doing this yeah which like i almost i like i kind of got to hand it to him on this one <laughs> like they, they really really put the time in to just get her to do she even like gave a speech and the speech was just one of the most horrific things in the yeah. entire
2: world i would um even yeah, don't even point people to that because it's not no. even worth the energy. But the award was the campaign to unite the nation trophy. So, uh
0: cunt. I'll, I'll say it. I'm allowed. You're you're the only one who's allowed to say it.
2: <laughs> uh, so congratulations to Kate Hopkins for her esteemed award. Yeah. Congrats. Uh,
0: uh, I I I I have a feeling she's going to be winning that cunt award for years to come. <laughs> There's going to be a real stink about the nominees next
2: year, I tell you. Uh,
0: <laughs> um, this this one is uh th- this next one uh because of the 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 document I I like misread this and I thought this was about JK's something or other but um like and so that just made me think did we we don't, and we don't have to talk about this if y'all don't want to but did we talk about J K Rowling going full mask off turf style uh, a couple of weeks ago
1: I do we did it the first time she did it but then I think she did it again. I feel she like I just don't care. want to talk about her anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's
2: fair. She's oh, not JK Rowling.
0: So yeah. what is UK's Newsnight?
2: Uh so it was like a it's it's basically just a news show. Um I think it leans pretty heavily on the kind of tough interview sort of thing. Sure. It's hard it's hard it's really really hard to distinguish between uh news shows especially on the BBC when I don't actively watch it. Um but it, it was sort of a an investigative politics show. Um, from the BBC and it's been axed among loads of other BBC cuts Um, shock horror Um, and there's a lot of sort of BBC people complaining and being like "Well, Uh, that's what they said Um, like (laughs) um, um, basically morning news night and and saying you know we deserve better or whatever and then people were sharing a lot of the stuff that they've done over the past few years which includes photoshopping a, a Russian style hat onto Jeremy Corbyn uh also uh interview with Tommy Robinson famous uh british fascist uh and saying that he uh <laughs> uh he is raising concerns that others ignore um and that was Were his
1: concerns thing. just racism? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I figured as much.
2: <laughs> um yeah, and also I think they invited him on around the same time as the Christchurch massacre. So uh, fuck everyone that worked on Newsnight for the past five years. Fuck that show. Fuck it straight to see. Goodbye. Fuck yeah. Um, speaking of stuff we would love to see the back of, I guess. Uh, I found out this week. I probably retweeted it, so you probably saw it on Twitter if you follow me. Um, Prince Charles inherits all of the pr- property of people that don't have next of kin or a will. So if you die in this, like the county of Cornwall, uh. Prince Charles gets all your shit,
1: but there's also like <laughs> it's cool that landed gentry just still exists, huh?
2: Yeah, it's really interesting, and I think he just sells it to get more shit too. So Wait, no, he he
1: he gives it to charity after taking his
0: fee. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, just skimming just skimming a little bit off the tippy top of just a, a of a dead person's uh just a, a dead big... person
1: who like by nature of not having a next of kin and no will was probably like you know no. not doing that great in the first place
2: yeah uh, and not you know just redirecting fuck this. around and take my vig from this peasant
1: right and then like not to mention the fact that it's giving to charities of his choices which are probably you know just like you know shell corpse of all the dumb weird shit that the royals do all the time because that's Damn. how rich people treat charity yeah,
0: However, sucks, I have sucks a... that I uh, suck, sucks that this uh, homeless dude died in my sucks that this homeless dude died in Cornwall. But he has a cup with a nice with a one crisp dollary do in it. Don't mind if I do. And Yeah, pretty I, much. I know it's well, I know you don't have, I know you don't have dollars there, but I couldn't think of a fun way to say pound. Poundaroonie?
2: <laughs> Quid Quidaroni.
0: Tanker <laughs> is this time for a little pounderoni. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's Prince Charles for you.
1: <laughs> I I don't want Prince Charles to come up to me saying that he's it's time for a little pounder Rooney. I do not want this.
0: <laughs> he just sho- he just fucking bonks you on the head with a hammer in that cartoon sound effect place.
1: You <laughs> can we just get a quick ca- cartoon sound effect bonk just right
0: here? Just yeah, just toss that toss that bad boy in. <laughs> Thanks. Um, break, break, we're not going to talk about this in depth because we just don't have the, um, the, we, we have not devoted the time to it, but I do want to just say that, uh, uh, impeachment, are you peach? Are you feeling peachy? I just, I can't even follow impeachment anymore. I uh, just, Anyways, the, um, the Senate defeats the motion to call, uh, witnesses, so there are no, no, no one, no one else needs to testify on this whatsoever. Cool. Uh, I'm just ba- going to continue. Good in, I'm feeling really good and normal about how fucking uh, just about how they narrowed the scope so severely on this. Like the Republicans have been playing it like fucking underhanded as shit. Like obviously because mm-hmm. that's the only way they know how to play it. Like their 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 party line is now, yeah, he did it. Who give a fuck? Yeah. Um, but like the them narrowing it the, down to this is just like well,
1: yeah. There's so many. There's so many impeachable offenses, and they're just like because of this so one fall times. with this one thing that was said in it, and it's like. I stopped paying attention to impeachment weeks ago because it's not going to do anything, and I'm feeling increasingly justified by that.
0: Yep. It yep. sucks, but yep. Uh, and then last shout-out we have is uh, Peter Hitchens. Big, uh... More like Peter his wagon to bad topics?
1: <laughs> More like Peter Bitchens.
0: That makes not... him sound cool. Yeah, that makes yeah. him sound cool and rad.
2: <laughs> I'm just going to double-check it definitely was Peter Hitchens because there's two awful men. Hitchensman. Yeah, 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 it was Peter. Um he said that uh he let me see if I can get this one real quick. Uh he said without doubt, Blairism is the home for Eurocommunists in Britain. Like um, Blairism. Like,
1: like that Blair, Blair, right? Like, like Tony Emmanuel Blair. Emmanuel
2: Macron but with an English accent.
1: Right. The guy who famously put England in the Iraq War.
2: Yeah, that's uh Eurocommunist supreme.
1: The guy who like unilaterally
2: pulled labor towards the right. If uh you're a communist, then I don't want to be part of it anymore. Yeah. I've been waiting for that joke all day. Thank you for It's pretty much, good. Uh, could we get some uh could we get an applause sound effect, please? I'll
0: please. just do one myself.
2: Oh, it's not the same.
0: Yeah, uh, now we shift tracks out of out of out of shoutouts and into topics. So the seamless transition has been supported by Mr. Three Pete Buttigieg himself, because I I after I had actually written all the all three of these things out, I realized that I probably could have made one of them into a thing, but I set out to cover three of them. So he's three Pete Buttigieg this week. So it's big Pete. It's it's yeah. Pete time. Um, one of them is old, I'm gonna tackle that one first Not, like, terribly old, but, like, from a couple of weeks ago Um, Pete Buttigieg's husband Uh, Pete Buttigieg's Husband, sorry, um And, uh, 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 fucking Sorry, his name is, uh, Chasen Chasen Buttigieg, um He was showing, he went to a fundraiser at this Uh, gay bar called The Dark Lady And, uh, they showed up to do the Fundraiser on Friday the 17th Uh, which is normally a busy night for them Where they do, like, like, drag shows And stuff, which is, like from what I from what I've seen at gay bars, those are pretty popular nights. Mm-hmm. Um, but so, uh, Chase and Buttigieg shows up with the with Buttigieg's staff, and they're like, "Hey, cool, happy to be here. Um, can you get that dancing pole out of there?" The because they have a dancing pole on a stage in the middle of the gay bar because because it's like, cool and it because, whips. Yeah, because it whips. Fucking nope. And uh, they and the the people were just like, "Um, no." And then the Buttigieg team was like, "I." Right, I'm out. <laughs> Bye. Bye. And that was like 20 minutes before the event. So like, even if they had been willing to comply with it, which I mean, good on them for not, but even if they had been willing to comply, like, you ever, I mean, I, I have to imagine those things are secured pretty, well, securely to prevent like people from hurting themselves while using it. Yeah. Like, I, so, I, d- I don't imagine that
1: they're, like, load-bearing or anything, but nonetheless, they are strongly bolted to both the like, ceiling at, at and the floor. At the very floor. least, they have
0: to, like, be able to deal with, like, someone, like, leaning on them a lot and using them as, like, a, a um... A, a they have manager. to deal with a
1: significant amount of torque.
0: Yes, exactly. And so, that was fun. Uh, I had a really good quote from, um, Buck Esperino, who was the general manager of the Dark Lady. Fucking sick name. Yeah. Yeah. He said, uh, they asked us to remove the dancer pole, which has been here since we've opened and it's not going anywhere. Uh, Esperino told WPRI TV. We were shocked because we had sent pictures of the club. They knew exactly what the place looked like. So they just wanted to roll up and like, th- this just like reached to me of like, okay, we can just, we're, we're, we're big enough that we're big enough and this is not that big of a deal that we can just ask yeah. these people to take this out. And like, it's, there's not a ton of, it's just really frustrating and it's, it's, Pete Buttigieg wants, to, they, like, they, the Buttigieg, the Buttigieg's very obviously want to be, like, the most normal gay couple possible. They don't want to, like, a- acknowledge any of, like, the, you know, that one meme that fucking sucks that, like, a lot of shitheads like to post where it's, like, a, a, a quote unquote regular gay person. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, a gay person with, like, red, blue, and green hair and a bunch of piercings. Like, Pete Buttigieg and Jason Buttigieg very obviously want to be a regular gay person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And
1: yeah, no, you can tell that they just don't care about any gay people that aren't
2: white Yeah, it's and class rich. solidarity. Yeah, read a straight passing like system.
0: I wouldn't go that. I mm, I I wouldn't go straight passing. I yeah, think that's a, maybe, I, I think that's a little bit uh I as much as I think people are just very much trying to be a normal gay, I don't think I, I sorry, a normal gay in heavy quotes. I, I don't think calling it straight passing.
2: Yeah, maybe that's well, a bit reductive. More of what I mean is like they don't want like, they want to be seen with, like, in a they, gay bar, but they don't want it to be too gay or, like, yeah, have exactly. any part of what. It's like respectability, a gay bar person, have. right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's respectability.
1: Anyway, that, that, we, we have, you we have to give the very important update about what that stripper pole looks like now, yep. or the dancing pole <laughs> looks <like laughs> dance, now.
0: Yep. Yeah. but well, the dancing pole, someone uh, took a photo there, uh, re- and uh, there was a Bernie 2020 post, uh, post- <laughs> 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 question. <laughs> so good. Hell yeah. Uh, uh, it, Pete Buttigieg number two. Do you want uh? Do you, okay. You you can choose. Do you want to, do you want the tokenization of his staff or do you want dog whistles? I mean both eventually, but let's eventually. start. <laughs> what do you want first?
1: <laughs> let's start with the Heartland.
0: All right. So the other day, Pete Buttigieg tweeted about how epic and cool it is that he's from the heartland, which is definitely not a dog whistle, nor has it ever been. Like, you'll, to, to explain that further, like, you'll hear the heartland, you'll hear the working class, you'll hear, like, those kinds of, like, generic things that conjure up images of, like, white people in the, like, yeah. in the middle states of the country. How and dare how dare
1: he bring up Heartland and not be talking about Owen Palletsborough's pop masterpiece from 2010? Exactly.
0: <laughs> but um, he w- the tweet said, "In the face of unprecedented challenges, we need a president whose vision was shaped by the American Heartland, rather than the ineffective Washington politics we've come to know and expect." So, um, let's see, uh, man Bernie's- who made himself in a lab to be president? <laughs> yeah. Bernie famously from DC, <laughs> very famously from DC. Um, is Liz Warren from DC? I actually don't know.
1: I don't. She's a, so. she's a Massachusetts senator. So yeah,
0: you're right. Yeah, you're right. Is anyone in the race from like? Is this just him saying that like I, we don't need people who need experience? We need someone who's got American values and heartland.
1: <laughs> we need someone who had less votes in his last election than I have followers on Tumblr.
0: Yeah, like he. <laughs> Like, it's just, the it's just a way to single out, it's just a way to, like, dog whistle for white people as being the, like, it's just saying, these are the real Americans, we're yeah. way more American than those, and it always means, like, white people in rural cities, like.
1: Oh man, that farm. that actually, that folds really well into my subject, which we'll get to in a little bit, but, like, yeah. the fetishization of, like, middle America and rural America, mm-hmm. and how that actually translates yeah. Into like actual material support. Uh, it's real interesting that you might uh, you might expect there to be like you know a strong support for rural America, but um, it's mostly crickets.
0: Yeah, um, like,
1: we'll get there though.
0: <laughs> dog whistle aside, uh, this is extremely rich considering he and Mike Pence are are we're we're born three hours a- away from each other.
1: Hooey, <laughs>
0: hooey. Uh, but yeah, yeah, Mike, uh, or yeah, Pete. Uh, Heartland values or what the fuck ever. I. Whatever. Who gives it a fuck? He even capitalized Heartland. Like, yeah. I, I was, I was benefit of the doubt until I remembered that. Like, I was gonna be, I was thinking, like, I really don't, I really don't have a way of knowing if this is like an intentional dog whistle. Like, I'm air- honestly, I'm still probably erring on the side of he did not mean to, he did not want to say white people and said this instead. Like, this yeah, is, I think this is. If like you're a-
1: capitalizing Heartland and not talking about Owen Pallet's album, then you're just trying to activate people's racism node.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, it, if I. <sighs> I find it maybe I, maybe I'm just being too generous or something. I find this more of a gaffe than I do of like an intentional dog whistle, but it still mm-hmm. fucking sucks. And maybe if he had staff, maybe if he had st- like employees of color who were they, who felt like they were not being tokenized, mm-hmm. he might have been able to avoid something like this. Hispanic employees
1: which, mentioned being asked to translate text.
0: Yep, by the man even who though is, they ooh. don't
2: speak Spanish.
0: Yep, who we. <laughs> Yep. Let's talk about that then. Yeah. So, um, uh, the uh employees of color on the Buttigieg uh campaign, uh, they were some of them. Uh, there was um some um they weren't they weren't talking to the New York Times, but New York Times reported on like a, a forum that was had with the, with these with all of Buttigieg's staffers. Mm -hmm. um and a lot of complaints came up such as like that thing you just mentioned matt about the hispanic employees being asked to translate uh spanish even though they don't even though they didn't speak it and just like uh man oh you're spanish you're hispanic you speak this shit get over here um uh many employees spoke about being disrespect, being just generally disrespected by their white colleagues Uh, a few said they didn't really know how to answer their friends and family when they were asked what are you doing on that guy's campaign with who has like comically low minority support and they right. like they don't really have an answer for them.
1: Um, Remember how long Pete Buttigieg was polling at literally 0% with black people?
0: Yeah, yep. I think um, he
1: might still be, honestly, but But
0: the but the absolute icing on the cake here is uh the the uh the this this came out a couple of days ago that th- this was canceled a couple of days ago amidst a huge amount of backlash. But um, Pete Buttigieg was throwing a fundraiser with uh, that was co-hosted by one Steve Patton, who was one of the lawyers uh, responsible for attempting to block dashcam footage from the shooting of Laquan McDonald in 2014. Um, which, right, because
1: there's basically like it was Patton and it was uh, Rahm Emanuel. Yeah, Rahm Emanuel the big and boosters Patton, keeping yeah. that blocked.
0: Yep. Um but Pete was trying to co- co-host a fundraiser with that dude who had uh like like I said he tried to block uh dashcam footage that I believe inevitably that I believe eventually wound up being like a extremely pivotal thing in the verdict in that case that eventually mm-hmm. led to that cops guilty verdict. Um Ste uh Patton tried to uh just bury that shit. And then Pete was like yeah, let's let's do a fundraiser with this dude. And like, people internally were like, "Hey, this fucking sucks." And no one, and Pete didn't listen until like the day, a day or two before, in which like there was a huge backlash from like people within and without his campaign. That um, he eventually wound up uh, calling it off. Sucks. Yeah. Anyways, that's three Pete Buttigieg. He's uh he's on a fucking roll this week, folks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, just not having a real normal week. Um, it really just seems like he sucks and should drop out. <laughs>
0: Yeah. yeah,
2: I can't wait for him to drop out actually. And
1: He's
0: uh, uh, even he's even if he absolutely gets fucking creamed in the Iowa caucus, he's absolutely not dropping out, right?
1: I feel like he's going to stick around like a good decent amount of time because eventually someone's just going to pay him to enforce a broken convention.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Cuz they're they're going to want it so that Bernie does not get a plurality of uh of first ballots.
2: So, well oh, that's bad. So you guys think
0: that Pete's going the distance? <laughs> Pete's going for speed. Oh, yeah. All alone, all alone, all Long alone. Long time, not in a good time. time. Of need.
1: <laughs> you see, there there was just a link uh, posted in politics about uh, apparently they want to bring back super delegates just in time for the convention.
0: I I don't fucking uh, I, I I don't even know what the fuck. Super, honestly, I don't even fucking know what super delegates are. I was not paying enough attention in <laughs> in, in the twenty sixteen primary. Um, I like in 2016. It was like, yay, go Bernie! I'll vote for Hillary. Though, yeah. too. that's he- oh, she's. she's a they're able, now, to, they're
1: that. able to. They're uh, basically able to signal voting intentions outside of the actual voting intentions of the state, which gives them like an, a a huge effect that, on polls, maybe which just, swings maybe
0: momentum. This, maybe this beam is just really strong, but I didn't grog a word you just said. <laughs> It sounds, like some bullshit. it sounds like some cheating bullshit done by yeah. They're they're members. like they're
1: influencers basically.
0: Cool. Okay, so and... Jake Paul Jay Paul, Jay Paul <laughs> is going to say Yang Gang. I need that extra grand a month and hit the dab right. and flip a water bottle. Yeah, and like
1: they're also like in addition to this, they're also they also just like supremely loosened the rules to actually making the debate stage. Yep. Um, basically, to allow Michael Bloomberg to be at the next debate, despite the fact that he does not have the number of individual donors that would be required otherwise. Yep. Uh,
0: they eliminated, They eliminated the the individual donor requirement. That's right. Just, the, it's it's just polling now. Which, um, if if they had not eliminated this, the only candidates left uh, it, at the next debate stage would be uh, Bernie, Warren, Biden. Which, yeah. I mean, I guess the Democrats are just. Desperate to have like one percent poll like they, they just want Bloomberg. Bloomberg is their fallback candidate.
1: Right. And they also just want to keep people around as much as possible to keep the race divided so that it's harder to get first ballot support. Yep. Because that the if it if it's a brokered convention, that's when the super delicates can swoop in. And I don't I don't know if the DNC super just, <laughs> I don't know if the DNC just like sees the writing on the wall for their relevance and don't see how like fucking their most popular candidate is going to like you know look bad for them <laughs> <Seems> <laughs> but like I, I don't i don't, I don't really i don't really know what their long term is on this one
0: their long term is just making more money like that
1: yeah I, I mean i guess that that's it because they don't actually have to win elections to make money that's, no, the, thing of, to, that's the thing that's the thing about being like... a politician
0: yeah exactly
1: if you if you could be a politician full time just by getting enough support from people lobbying. Yeah. Now, which is I'm, cool. I'm, it's cool and it's a good system. I like it.
0: Before I say my next sentence, I'm going to say polls polls are bullshit, especially this far in advance and they don't mean a goddamn thing. However, the way the polls have been lately, Bernie has been looking okay and I am allowing myself to have little a hope as a treat.
1: You're going to have little a hope for a minute?
0: Huh? <gasps> what?
1: Going to have little a hope, hope
0: for a living. In. God, you said minute for for. I for, did say minute, which kind of threw me. I, I thought you were making that joke, but I was like, "No, he said minute." What the fuck is? this?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I tried. I tried.
0: You tried. Um. So, uh, Matt, what, what? How does your? How does my topic fold in with yours?
3: It was um. BB. Oh shit! Hey, it's it's me, Val Flycub.
0: Hey, it's Val Flycub.
3: Hey, oh, hey, Val. Hello. I, um, can I be in the podcast? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I straight up didn't want to talk about the impeachment news that came up, and that's why I bowed out of the
1: thing.
0: But now I feel like I want to. So.
3: Well, we just
1: we actually just decided like near the start of the episode that we're just like not going to talk about it because it doesn't matter.
0: Yeah, we did. We we did <laughs> shout it out that the uh, that that thing that just passed about the uh, the the um the witnesses. But uh, if you got more info, uh-huh. if you got more info, like I'd be happy. To, I, I just said that we just. I mean, to be fair, I just said that because neither neither the mats nor I had much prepared for it.
3: Yeah, well, first of all, um, I'm Flight Cub, a.k.a. a large boulder the size of a small boulder. Nice. Nice. Um, but, yeah, so uh, the the impeachment proceedings normally, yeah, like the minutia of it, of just like, and then this person submitted this question is, yeah, it's very, who gives a heck. Yeah.
0: But, um, to, to, the quote, the to quote the great podcast, We Hate Movies, who could possibly give a shit?
3: <laughs> exactly. So, um, <clears throat> there is a lot of stuff that we don't have to go over that people were really like people on like the local NPR c- channel that I was listening to was really agonizing over and turns out doesn't mean anything. Um, because the the thing that is important about this most recent iteration of impeachment procedures is that it was the last thing. And now basically, they could Take the vote to acquit or impeach, like tomorrow. I mean, like Monday. Cool. Um, so that's what that was about. Um, so yeah. So if pe- people haven't been following, just a short like update of it is basically the House saw a certain number of witnesses. To a certain number of witnesses, but um, John Bolton, the mustache with a person around it. <laughs> uh came out with a manuscript, his own own like little tell-all book of being in the Trump White House and um, the NS it was given to the National Security Council. I want to say that that's what it is. It might be a different thing, but anyway, um it was you know it was being vetted by the government of like have you put any state secrets in here by accident or confidential information? And while that was happening, it kind of came out that, he says in his book, like, yeah, Trump told me to my face that it's a quid pro quo. And like, we will not release the Ukraine aid unless they do this thing, which so like all these other arguments against the other witnesses were like, well, it's who is this Lev Parnas guy? And what is You know, all this. These people just overheard someone else saying that that's what they heard is hearsay, blah, blah. So Bolton was somebody who um, I mean, he couldn't be closer to the situation. Right. Right. Um, right. Unless he was, um, the, unless he unless he was Agent Orange himself. Unless unless he was Snooky, because Snooky and S- the situation were pretty close. I don't know this. I don't know the dynamics of Jersey Shore, but it's the only other <laughs> cast member I could think of. Um,
1: Come on, you don't anyway. have JWow right off
3: the dome. Oh, no, I totally forgot. Was Frankie D, one of them. Probably. <laughs> I
2: don't Never know. forget Frankie D and Jaywa.
3: Yeah, said so, like I did. What an Alamo moment! Um, <laughs> an Alamo moment. Alamo moment. Alamo moment. Um, so that's, what, so, that's, yeah, my, that's so, what I
0: call it when my wife expects you to pay for my child for my child support. Oh, that moment. awkward Alamo moment.
1: <laughs> Family Guy funny Alamo moments. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Shout out to Naganuma. Lois, they take it right out of my paycheck! <laughs> <laughs> that's a family guy funny element. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. That's good. That's good. <laughs> so, so Bolton has this book coming out, obviously, because, of course, he does. Yeah. Um, and so there was all this um, conversation about, you know, obviously, and, and he's he previously was like, under the advice of the president, I'm not going to respond, I'm not going to uh, talk, basically, if, if I get called... Um, In a subpoena. But he recently, like, the other day, announced, like, I am now open to being subpoenaed. So... Because that's how that works, right? That's how subpoenas work? (laughs) Yeah, that's how
0: subpoenas work. They are optional. Well, I mean, we saw that this week, right? Because Hillary refused, like, just straight up, Hillary Clinton just straight up refused the the Tulsi Gabbard subpoena about uh, when, because um, Tulsi tried to sue her for her claims that Tulsi was a Russian agent.
3: (laughs) Is that, is that a different thing, though? Was that a I don't know anything about that. I don't know why I'm. It's to the, read only, the only reason. The only
0: reason I'm bringing it up is because subpoenas came up. But yeah, uh, it, but if you they're remember- they're famously the, the, optional. Yeah. The yeah. basically, Hillary said Tulsi is a Russian agent. Tulsi said, "I'm fucking suing you. That is defamation." Which mm-hmm. I, you don't. Under no circumstances do you have to hand it to her. But that is quite literally what that is, defamation. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, Hillary got served the subpoena and was like, "No, thank you."
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's probably just rebuffing it with her lawyers and um blah 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 uh-huh. it's probably not as it's never as simple as it sounds but yeah you can just kind of do that it's sometimes. not it's never
0: as simple as it sounds but it's almost always as stupid as it sounds yeah yes like it, yeah. It's, it is more complex than what i have just said but it is no it is no less stupid
3: the effect is the same yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> it's like like i just i just uh did um oh my god what i just reduced the fraction
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so yeah, so the, the vote that was uh, today was um, the, uh, whether they were going to extend the trial, uh, the, you know, tr- trial. It's not really a trial, but it's a trial. Um, extend the trial to include other witnesses who have come forward. Um, Bolton, basically. Um, but others as well. And um, the... Senate needed a 51 to 49 majority, uh, to, to pass the motion. Um, and there were like four senators that were like on the fence and like, Ooh, maybe I will. Maybe I won't. I don't know. The
0: the Jeff fuck classic. The what? The Jeff fuck classic.
2: I don't Jeff, know. Who Jeff that Flake. Is.
0: Sorry, I, I should clarify because that's not, that's a joke that probably hasn't been made on this podcast in over six months. But Jeff Flake- more than is, that, I think. <laughs> Jeff Flake is that guy. Jeff Flake is the guy. If you if you if your memory has uh, failed you, Jeff Flake is the guy who posted that check that he wrote to uh, Senator Doug Jones's campaign against that guy whose name I forgot and I'm not bothering uh-huh. to think about the one who was yeah. like a like a just like a plain die like a a, a, pl- a very obviously died in the wool like child sexual predator. <laughs> Right, yeah, guy um, who was not allowed in the mall. Yeah, uh, literally. And uh, Jeff, Jeff, Jeff Flake, aka Jeff Fuck, was the guy who wrote him one check for one hundred dollar dues and was like, "Party, like values matter more than party lines." <laughs> and then Doug, <laughs> jo- and then so Doug stupid. Jones ran such a wet fart campaign that he barely beat that guy. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, but he did beat him.
0: He did. He's
3: not gonna, not going gonna be to beat him again this year. <laughs> No like, um the uh so so the the vote had to be at least 51 to 49. Yeah. Uh and I believe they had to get Democrats had to get four Republicans onto their side. Um Mitt Romney obviously was one of the people that that was like hinting at maybe. He was Ooh, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Um Senator Murkowski was someone else, was uh, a senator from uh, Alaska, Alaska, who
0: i never
3: heard yeah. of, and will we'll continue to release from my memory. Yeah, her, her name
0: pops up every once in a while as one of these potential fence- as one of these potential, like, uh, uh, fence-sitters, but ne- never actually commits to it. Like, it's Murkowski, yeah. it's Collins right. from Maine, and it's, uh, mm-hmm. it's Romney, and it's Jeff Fuck. Yeah.
3: So they- Um, the party, I mean, I don't know what the exact breakdown was, but I would imagine not even one of them broke the party line, um, because it was, uh, becoming very obvious that the Republicans felt confident, um, that they would be fine. Let me, I just want to see if I can find this, what it was. No, I don't, I don't have the exact breakdown, but we know,
0: you know. God, can um, you—I'm oh, sorry to keep interrupting you, Val. I know you're trying to get through no. this, but can you—God, imagine how bad the the caucuses are going to be the night of if, if, the, if the impeachment is decided next uh, next Monday.
1: Oh, good yeah. God. That's right before Iowa, huh? Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah day of, no actually, idea. because uh, unlike no what, unlike what Fox and Friends has been telling everyone, the Iowa vote is—the Iowa caucus is Monday, not Tuesday. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, my God.
3: I think they're doing that on purpose, telling people it's the wrong day? No, because then their vote, their reader list, watch it. Wow, I just went through all the senses before I got to watch it.
0: <laughs> you, um, you, you people went through Doctor Strange voice. I went through five billion seven hundred eighty-six million three hundred twelve thousand nine hundred twelve sentences. <laughs> and how many of them? How many of them do we get to the end of it? Just one. Just one. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Anyway, I was saying Fox News wouldn't give their viewers the wrong date because then their viewers wouldn't go. Yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, so that's yeah, that's uh, the I I took a screenshot of the um, I'm going to put it in the chat because I took a screenshot of the the picture that they used next to the um, in like the news article for the Washington Post on my like Apple News app. Okay. and there I don't know that there's a picture of Trump where he looks normal smiling but this picture definitely isn't it <laughs>
1: <laughs> Discord's just refusing to let it load for me yeah. so I'm just gonna yeah, take yeah. that Discord as a sign is, uh, if well, you click
0: yeah. if, if you zoom in on it and click open original it should pop up Discord is just doing that with images today I think
3: oh yeah no no he looks very normal there. <laughs> See? He he just uh-huh. so for the people listening along who are not in the podcast chat, um, it looks like he his he's holding up the
0: the top two thirds of his face. With his mouth, <laughs> it does. It looks like the top. It looks like the top, like the top two thirds of his face. It, it looks like someone cut him, like from from the mouth up, like just a just like a horizontal slice with a katana, and he is just trying very hard to, to make sure the top half does not slide off.
3: Yeah, yeah, it's horrible. He looks so bad. I don't understand how anyone looks at that and is like, this is not just a normal man. This is a sexy man. <laughs> We got a hunk of a president is not Damn. what I would say. Please don't take that out of context. God, he really <laughs> fucking.
0: I think Coolsville sucks. Says Val. We got a hunk for a president. <laughs> with the title of the episode
2: after Bernie gets elected.
3: Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's running. Which he is. He is up in polls. Has, have you guys mentioned that? Yeah, did we mention did mention
1: it too. almost almost immediately before you came in. Actually, I think it yeah. might have been a siren yeah. call.
3: Yeah, I think so. We
1: just rang you in because, like, Bernie, Bernie's up. Yeah,
3: Bernie
0: is up.
1: Bernie's like, are who's up? up? Click like. <laughs> we
0: yeah. Today we will all eat at click like.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I am once again
2: asking you to click like.
3: <laughs> I am once again asking you to click like. <laughs>
0: Uh so thanks for that thanks for that uh impeachment update, Val, because we are today we are all peach. It's peach time for all of us. Uh yeah. uh speaking of uh and that's certainly the only major country altering event happening right now. Speaking of which, uh, Scott Matt, what's up?
2: Yeah, I live in Brexit Britain and I'm not I'm a bit cheesed off. No uh I'm actually do you know what? I'm just uh eyes forward onto the Labour leadership uh race, basically yeah. for me. Uh,
1: Man, Brexit happened 26 minutes ago.
2: Yeah. Well, wow, does it feel all- different? Yeah, there's uh there's something falling out of the sky. Uh something is falling out of the sky, but I'm sure it's fine. Um
0: <laughs> It's probably it's probably just bundles of money.
2: Here's a good quote from the BBC news website uh which I think summarizes what's going on. B- uh, BBC,
0: BBC by the way stands for uh Big Brand Compendium.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and and here's the evidence why. Uh, at twenty three zero zero tonight. That's not how we read time in this country. I just said it weird. Including the UK, including Northern Ireland, will legally leave the EU. What are the implications for Northern Ireland? The UK will no longer be represented in EU institutions. And Northern Ireland's three MEPs will no longer sit in the European Parliament. Brexit will be done, but there will be little pra- practical impact as the transition period begins. Uh, so everything's fine. BBC have got us. Have explained it and we're okay.
3: So not so nothing's happening
2: or so no well um there's a lot of chat that December 31st of this year will will realistically be the the end of the relationship with the EU in kind of um, c- in completeness um stuff uh, is the, still happening now but it won't be as noticeably apocalyptic until right like I think
0: the, the uh as far as uh, someone else in the discord uh explained it to me earlier which is basically that Everything that... Nothing's actually really happening right now because everything that is meaningfully impacted has already happened so that it's not getting completely fucked by Brexit. It's just getting mostly fucked. And everything that Brexit will impact will get impacted at a later date. So right now, just kind of happened. They're just flicking the
1: first domino of the process.
2: Yeah, exactly. unfortunately, all of the um, the Lib Dem follow-back pro-EU People from Twitter are really sad today, and then that will be them finish their mourning process and they'll go back to their normal lives where they can still go to Switzerland skiing and stuff like that. Um, So I'm sad for them because you know they've had it really hard over the past year, like people just won't be respectful anymore. Um, But why won't anyone be nice to the centrists? Yeah, I know it's like just give them a break, man. You've taken their cool passports. Oh, that's all, that's all. Um, uh, that's what I've all written they've written down here. That's all that they'd lost. Um <laughs> but to more sort of positive UK stuff is um well, I say positive. Yeah, it's positive. Um Rebecca Long Bailey, who is this kind of main socialist candidate for Labour leadership in the wake of Jeremy Corbyn's departure, um yeah. is Doing pretty well. She's got a couple of good endorsements from Momentum, which is one of the big reasons behind Corbyn's success, relatively speaking. Um, And she's also had the endorsement of um, a pretty big trade union too. Um, I can't remember the name of it. You do love uh, to see union. You do love to see union. A few of the other candidates have had like union backing, but um, I think, like generally speaking, trade unions have been eroded a little bit in this country and everywhere. Yeah um, but so the other candidates like Keir Starmer who has a bit of a Mayor Pete vibe to him actually Um, He just does not Mm -hmm. seem to stand for anything He didn't really appear until late stages of Brexit and he was the shadow Brexit secretary and stuff like that Like he's basically pro-EU and that's about all I could actually tell you about about him Other than the fact he looks like an investment banker which I don't trust Um,
3: Will he follow back?
2: He might follow back so he is FBPE, so that ticks a lot of boxes for a lot of people. Um, we've got Lisa yes. Nandy, who compared Scottish independence. Uh, the way Scottish independence should be dealt with is the same way that Spain dealt with Catalonia. So that was cool, and she's good. She's very much like a sort of Amy Klobuchar-type
0: person. Oh, and then, uh, sorry, oh. sorry to interrupt, but uh, just a quick shout-out to Spain. You uh, posted that link earlier about them electing a left government for the first time in, yeah. like, 80 years, 90 years?
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh openly communist camp- cabinet member for the ministry of consumers as well fuck yeah, uh, yeah. Fuck yeah. podemos basically uh, have gone into a uh, coalition with the kind of centrist party that didn't for once um lean towards the right in a coalition um Hell yeah. yeah great article in tribune about it um obviously it's basically now the most left wing government in europe which is uh kind of sad, but it's yeah. it's not 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 a bad a bad thing that we've got like a, a communist in a in a cabinet and stuff like that and i think actually there's a good possibility that in the next few years you might start to see signs that like that's going really well in spain because oh, i think yeah. like spain spain's like a, a the kind of country that will benefit from that right now because it's kind of in a pretty precarious state in terms of yeah. finance and stuff like that i'm not an expert but certainly that's my perception of it um There's going to be, like, uh, tech taxes, all that sort of stuff. That's really, really cool. So good for them. Um, And it kind of ties in with the sort of broader theme of aspirational socialism, which is um, Rebecca Long Bailey's uh, kind of tagline, I guess. And it's like, uh, I love it. I think it's a really, really nice way of expressing it. And actually, I think it'll come to resemble a bit more of a concrete ideology in a few years. And, like, aspirational socialism will be, like, a, a wing, like a political wing, so to speak. Um, because to be honest, I I do see it. If Labour swings to the centre, like um, there's a gaping void where like the left wing needs to be. So I I can okay. expect a few like Labour defectors and potentially like an offshoot left party potentially. Maybe I'm maybe that's completely out of the picture. But that's what I think. Um, there's some strikes happening soon. There's strikes happening in France. I'm like the EU correspondent today. Um. <laughs> Uh, Enjoy it yeah. while
3: it lasts Because you got to, you're got you 26 minutes overdue For being an EU uh, <laughs> <laughs> You oh,
2: gotta no. bread out of there Oh shit The, the cops are at the you door
0: Ah <laughs> oh, fuck
2: uh, But Bye, it's okay Because French firefighters are coming to fight them
0: <laughs> They're lighting themselves Rescue. on fire and, They're lighting yeah. themselves on fire And waddling at the cops like that fucking kid In a Christmas story <laughs> <laughs>
3: It's so wild to see the, uh, the strikes, the fire, firemen, firefighter strikes being like broken up by police. Yeah. It just reinforces the thing in my mind of like, yeah, firemen and cops are not the same.
0: No, they're not. Like, they're very not. EMTs and firefighters are like the heroes of 911, and cops are the, the evil of it.
3: Yeah. Cops are like the, Crazy dice that have like half of the sides are burnt from an accident, and if you land on that number, you die instead of <laughs> getting saved.
0: <laughs> but you have to roll them. You do have to roll them. <laughs> anyway, oh, sorry. Yeah.
2: Um, and 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 that's strikes. pretty much it from uh, the former EU state known as Britain. I have
3: a question. I have a question for both mats. Okay, do we do either of you speak French? Yeah, um, I speak passing French. How do you say firefighter in French?
0: Uh, uh, firefighter oh Firefighter in French.
1: It's Pompier, I'm pretty
3: sure.
0: Yeah. Hey, hold on, Pumper. hold on. Let me just get let me just get a clean take of this. Uh it's pronounced firefighter in French.
3: Yeah,
2: it's Pompier. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well that's how you say it,
0: Sarah. <laughs> pompier. Pompier.
2: Pompier.
0: Pompier. pompier. Yeah, that pompier. sounds good. I feel like I've seen I I, thought, I saw some memes that was like uh I, I don't remember what the word for the for virgin fire for virgin police, but it was like <laughs> the virgin police versus lechad pompier.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love it. Leched Pompier. Speaking Le pompier. Le pompier. speaking of, speaking of Le Chade, uh Matt, what you got? <laughs> There's some some pretty Chadly actions
1: being taken by the workers of the co op refinery in uh in Regina, Saskatchewan. Okay. Mm. Um the long and short of this that uh, I was gonna try to kind of dove into your topic a little bit, uh talking about the heartland, is that um right wingers and like technocrats and like center right liberals are always big on like, no, 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 we have to keep supporting the resource extraction industry, um, or else the economy, right? Mm-hmm. So like, that's always what you hear. Um, but yet time and time again, we're seeing that anyone who works in these um, industries just regularly getting fucked, just straight up getting fucked. Uh, so last year we talked a little bit about the Harlan coal miners who were um, I, I I believe that my my Lightbringer one of the weeks near the end of last year was the Trillbillies episode where they spoke to the Harlan County Coal miners who were blocking a railway, uh, taking coal out of a mine that they were working in because they weren't getting paid. Uh, And this was in uh, this is in Kentucky. And now there's another strike. Miners Mm -hmm. blocking coal in Pike County, uh, not getting paid. And it just it seems so funny that the heartland of all these like cool coal workers that we're trying to bring the jobs back to. And like not even Republicans or right wingers are doing anything for the people working in these resource industries And the only people actually supporting people in the resource industries like are like left wing governments who are left wing parties who are interested in, you know, carbon taxes, getting rid of these kind of industries over time for environmental reasons, but still supporting the workers in a just transition to a better economy. Like that's part of like the whole framework of the Green New Deal, right, is a transition for these workers into um, a post carbon economy.
3: I don't, I don't know, Matt. I mean, the way you say it, if Republicans really don't care about that, then all that blathering on about about the hard lands, so just—I uh, mean, it would be what? It would be disingenuous. It would be lies. I, I don't think that <laughs> would they be disingenuous? Do people really do that? Just go on the Republican Party and lie? <laughs>
0: Fucked all repub- up. All Republicans born after, all Republicans born after is <laughs> eat hot shit, charge their phone, and lie. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Be be heterosexual and lie. Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. I just have to. I have to issue one
3: correction to something that you said, Matt. Um, you said that the workers are being regularly fucked. Um, I just want to clarify for the listeners that that's the bad kind of fucked, the metaphorical kind. Right, right. Not the um, good kind of. Because fucked. when Bernie is president, we will all be regularly fucking if we choose.
2: Yes. <laughs> so
3: choose, yeah. So uh, you
0: Bernie just... meme.
2: Who fucking tonight?
0: a a meal on every plate and a dick in every willing hole
1: (laughs) there we go so I love it (laughs) quick Saskatchewan history Um, Saskatchewan had regular like labor focused governments for years and years and years this being the NDP the new democratic party Um, And then the Liberal Party, ostensibly a left party, and the Conservative Party of the province merged to prevent the NDP from ever winning an election ever again. So the Saskatchewan Party has been in charge in Saskatchewan for, I think, 13 years now. So how well that's going for the resource extraction people in the province, um, the co-op refinery is a oil and gas refinery in Regina. It takes up a huge amount of land. I think it's like the number three employer in the city. And they had a contract dispute on October 16th. The voters were, uh, the workers voted to strike on December 3rd. And then the workers were locked out two days later on December 5th. And this has been like an ongoing thing since early December. There's been rallies. They've had support. they're, they're, They're supported by a local chapter of Unifor. And the, like, national leadership of Unifor came to support them. Um, Then the leader of Unifor, like, the largest trade union in Canada, was arrested on the picket line on December 20th. Wow. Or, sorry, on January 20th. So, like, very recently. And this is, like, seen as, you know, just a normal thing to happen. But it is extremely not a normal thing to happen. Yeah, wow. And uh, only as of today, January 31st, have uh, negotiations been restarted and um they're back at the bargaining table they've taken up the barricades so we're hoping that they can come to a better conclusion but essentially the government was fully on the side of the company and was regularly sending cops to intimidate and harass workers they were helicoptering in scabs oh my god because they couldn't physically get them through in vans And uh, so this is just like a show of support for the Unifor workers at the refinery co-op. Obviously, I'm not super big on uh, fossil fuel extraction and fossil fuel refining industries, but we support our workers, and we support our workers through a just transition. And hopefully, uh, when the Green New Deal happens and oil company executives are guillotined, we can find them great jobs in the green energy economy.
3: Absolutely. Also, for purposes of paired. Parody. Those are two separate things that will happen. Green New yes. Deal passing, and then guillotine. They're not related. It's a joke. I podcast. mean, that'd be a really good Green New Deal. Oh my god! It's just like pencil it in, like scribble it in, and pen on the bottom right before yeah, yeah. it goes through. You have we to just do tur- it now.
1: We turn them. We turn them all into bone meal fertilizer. Ah, just grind them right down.
3: Yeah.
2: Sorry to, I'm gonna cut in just now. Uh, my mom's ringing me, so I'm gonna uh, call her back because it's kind of late. I'm just gonna make sure she's all right. But I'll just end my recording here. Okay. All right.
1: Okay. All I'll catch you guys soon. Bye Enjoy then. the
2: rest of the podcast. Bye. Bye. Bye.
0: Bye.
1: Uh, so that's basically the end of my bit. I kind of kept it tight, but um, never believe a Republican if they say that they support the rights of workers in extractive industries because they don't.
0: And also, yeah. never believe a Republican if they say they're not going to move the football on use time, they, you this time. And also, mm-hmm.
1: never believe a Republican. End sentence.
0: That's true. Yeah. Um, the only extractive
3: worker that Republicans support is Jeff Bezos. Nice. Boom. Nice.
0: Uh, do we want to get into recommendations?
3: What is recommendations? Do
0: Light you bringers. mean life I'm sorry. I'm. I'm. I had a bee- I had i B. Bee- I'm. I'm absolutely fucking wasted. <laughs>
1: You're just thinking about a completely different podcast. Yeah, I'm thinking of Fear Baiting, which is back next week. Ooh. <laughs> Shall we do a Yahoo? <laughs> yeah, I could do the, I could do my Lightbringer. I got one on the dome.
3: Okay, Today's episode is brought to you by Casper. <laughs> no, it
1: wasn't um, Casper the Friendly Ghost. Just yesterday, I went on. Um, local Craigslist equivalent Kijiji and bought myself an original Nintendo and two days before that I purchased myself a copy of Tetris for the Nintendo I have set myself a goal that I'm going to be one of those classic Tetris bitches on Twitch (laughs) so I'm going to be a classic Tetris bitch I'm going to be good and I'm going to beat some of those fools who got like hundreds of thousands of views on their videos, I'm going to be one of those dudes I'm going to video James this year it's me, I'm doing it
0: you are the bringer. We will support you the whole way. Yeah,
1: gaming. That's my lightbringer.
0: Uh my lightbringer this week, speaking of gaming, is uh a game that has been in the works for the last seven years. So In January of 2013, uh, Cardboard Computer Games released their, the first act of what was to be a five-act video game called Kentucky Route Zero. It received, um, it received some comparisons to the Walking Dead game as that had just recently wrapped up its first season, and superficially there are a couple of things in common, like it is a point and click, there are dialogue options, but it's much this is a game that's very impossible to describe, but it is one of the, I, I've only, I've only finished the first act thus far because I played a bit of the first act back then and I was like, this is really good. I'm going to just put this on the back burner until the game is finished. And there have been acts released uh, along with intermissions over the past seven years. And earlier this week on, uh, I believe it was Monday or Tuesday, the fifth and final act was finally pushed out to everyone and I'm finally dipping back in and it is. I have played many games I would describe as quiet, uh, as disquieting. I have never played a game that I would call quieting. And I don't even know if that's a word, but that is how Kentucky Route Zero makes me feel. It's. Hell yeah. It's. It is an incredible game. Uh, I have seen, uh, Scott Benson, I believe, uh, the creator, uh, one of the creators of Night in the Woods has referred to it as the velvet underground of video games in that you can kind of see its roots in, in, like, you can see Kentucky Route Zero's influence in the past seven years of indie games going back and playing it now because, like, there's just so, so much of current indie games' DNA is drawn from Kentucky, from a lot of the stuff Kentucky Route Zero did. And it is. Yeah. It is an extremely, even just having played the first act of five, it is an extremely moving narrative, um, incredibly, incredible magical realism, which is just not something I get enough of in my day-to-day of, like, media consumption. It is, the music is phenomenal, the art style is incredible, it's, it's low resolution, but not, like, pixely, it's just, like, low polygons, low character details, but they're still just enough to have, like... The emotion, you, you you barely get, you have like three pixels devoted to a character's face, but you still feel the emotion, which feels- Hell yeah. Good. I'm doing a bad job of explaining this, and it's because there is no real good way to explain this. Um, I'd recommend reading uh, Astra Johnson of Rock, Paper, Shotgun. Uh, they have a pretty good write-up of it. Uh, I'd recommend reading that if you're, if you're not sold by me talking about it, but it's a really good game, and I'm going to dip into Act 2 tonight after we're done recording, and I'm really excited. It's just fucking cool to be in a post-Kentucky Route Zero world. Like, we're in a post we're in a post-Kingdom Hearts 3 world. We're in a post Kentucky we're in a post-indivisible world. We're now in a post-Kentucky Route Zero world.
1: And we're in a post-Brexit world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Had to take it back down there. You're getting too excited. <laughs> I, was
0: gonna, I was about to try I wasn't done with my sentence. <laughs> I was gonna do I was gonna say something optimistic too. Oh, I mean, you can anyway, still do, do you it. Say it anyway. Yeah my 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 um my my only hope is that someday I get to experience the uh, living in a post Satoshi Kon's dreaming machine world.
1: Oh God, one day.
0: Yeah. I don't. I don't know what that means. I... Oh, it's Satoshi Kon. Um, Satoshi Kon was an anime director who died with his uh, final work unfinished. And uh, his um, I'm completely blanking on the guy's last name. It's Mas- His first name is Masao. He's the C- he's the current uh, like uh, he's one of the co founders and current CEO, I believe, of Madhouse Animation. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, so since since Satoshi Kon's death, uh, Masao has been working to I uh, complete satoshi khan's dreaming machine and oh it satoshi Kon, it, it t- this year will be the 10 year anniversary of satoshi khan's death and it is every year My every year my hopes grow for thinner and thinner that 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 i will eventually see that movie but i that, that i will never lose all of my hope
3: yeah
0: i will someday see satoshi khan's dreaming
3: hell yes um my light bringer um is going to be something that i've i think i've said on I don't know if I said it on this pod, but I I said it on City Girls one time when I was on there. Um, Elementary is done now as a show and uh, season seven, the last season um, wrapped up like six months ago or something and I hadn't seen it and um, because I was like, I don't want it to end Um, Mm -hmm. and I watched the last season. Uh, recently ish and watched the finale, and it was so good. It was the best season, like series finale I have ever seen. It was everything that I wanted it to be. And literally, the finale was so good that it made me want to go back and watch from the beginning of the show again because I'm like, I know that this will be okay. So I'm going to watch it again. Nice. And it's, You you love a finale like that. It's so good. It's so good. Um, I love it so much. It's like on rewatch, it's definitely a like there's so much about Sherlock, like learning to be a person and like how to care for his friends in a way that they can recognize. And like, it's just it's it's also like really funny and really well written. And I love a mystery of the week format show. And they actually do that. And they actually pull it off in this show. And Lucy Liu is in it, and Johnny Lee Miller's in it, and if you're not sure about watching it, you know, the first season, Johnny Lee Miller has some abs that he shows off a nice. couple of
0: times. Johnny Lee, I, I like Johnny Lee Miller a lot, uh, I ever since I first saw him on um, Eli Stone, the show where he played a lawyer who was having visions from God. <laughs> wow. I'll have, to, yeah. I'll have to look at that. Yeah. Um, uh, cool. Yeah,
3: he's a really great actor. and, and Yeah. He, He's cre- he created a really great character. Yeah. I mean he
0: obviously he didn't you know create it from nothing. No, but... uh, Death of the Author, Arthur Conan Doyle is dead, uh Johnny Lou Miller is where Sherlock Holmes begins and ends. Yeah. He invented him. He did. Um so that's gonna do it for this week's episode of Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die. Not a threat, just a fact. Um if well, first of all, uh Val, where can people find you?
3: Um, you can find me on Twitter at twitter dot com uh slash flight cub. B. So F L I G H T C U B B. What's second, that second B for? The second second B stands for somebody stole my Tumblr username and made a fake account on Twitter, and then I got them suspended for impersonating me. But they didn't release the username, so I'm damn. Light like cub.
0: Uh. The the second the, the the second B stands for BYOB. The second B stands for BYOBB. The second B there is a typo. <laughs> yeah, Matt, come the fuck on! It's good. I got it. I said huh? Okay, okay You said yeah. No, you did not laugh. You said yeah. It's good. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Matt, where where can people find you online?
1: You can find me on Twitter at Matt GCN. That's it.
0: No other podcasts or anything. I have podcasts. What's I mean, a podcast? I mean, you've been podcasting. I
1: do. I did just record a new episode of Elite Full Restore, so I guess I can I can actually plug that one for once.
0: Yeah, I was hey. gonna say like. <laughs> Elite full store Elite full the store. <laughs> I was just
1: Elite Full the store, the store. That's fine. Elite um full, uh, wait,
0: what if his name was uh what if his name was Elite Fulbasaur?
1: Nice. <laughs> nice. Um also I probably will be recording a new episode of Giants Confirmed this month so I can also plug that one. Nice. It's, it's podcasting. You can find them all on noisepace.xyz, which is where this podcast is hosted.
0: Yeah, thank you very you're much. A great website. Thank you very much to Matt Gamecube and noisepace.xyz for hosting this and a litany of other great podcasts, uh, two of which are mine Fear Baiting, which is coming back next week. And, uh, well, not the. So if you're listening to this the day it comes out, not the upcoming Monday, but the Monday after that, I think it's like the 10th. Um, and then I also do the Wonder Years, which is the Animorphs podcast, and we are ramping up to the end of that podcast. Like we have maybe ten, twelve episodes left of that show. So get in there, get yeah. in, get in. While the getting's good, it's a good podcast to me. Um, and I'm on Twitter at uh, I'm actually not going to plug because I'm currently looking for work, and I don't want to tie this. Uh, I don't want people to find. I don't want potential employers to find this podcast and tie it to a Twitter account.
3: No, yeah, that's, that's fair. fair. Speaking of podcasts that are wrapping up soon, and that are on noise space, it is It is coming to a, an end.
0: Yeah, soon. Jerkin It's almost over. So close.
3: The boys will finally get to be released from their torment. Yeah. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm very excited for them.
0: I'm excited for them, but sad for me. Thank you very much to Reddit user Bisexual Punch Party, as well as the taxpayers. Uh, Bisexual Punch Party for maintaining our Reddit, and uh, the taxpayers for the use of our theme song, uh, Evil Men, off the album Cold-Hearted Town. It's a fucking banger. Um... Uh, thank you very much, to, and we can be found uh, HKIPGTD everywhere. That's Tumblr, that's Twitter, that's Gmail, that is Patreon. One dollar a month gets you any and all bonus content we may or we have. Um, Pre shows, post shows, cut for time, etc., etc. Five bucks a month gets your name right on the podcast and a special user status in the Discord. Ten bucks a month gets you all of that as well, and an even more special user status in the Discord, and you get to listen live to this podcast. So, thank you very much to. Sorry, Patreon hides the fucking patron list behind six links. I do have it handy. <laughs> I could just no, do it. No, it's me. It's me. I am the Patreon reader. I am Jesus, the podcast. Jesus fucking Christ. I hate Patreon so much. Was that a convincing um, uh,
3: Palpatine voice? Or sure. is that even the guy that does it? What is the... Who's the that's guy that what? says I am the Senate? That's, that that's, is him.
0: That's Palpatine. I thought you were doing a Game of Thrones I am the gift. No. But anyways... Thank you very much to hmm, Burgermeister, Stephanie Ruff, Pregnant Seinfeld, David Besser, Alex Schauk, Six Arm Sweater, Patrick Van Brunt, Alex H., Jacob Sears, Knee of Noel Williams, Wynn, Bryce, A Sexual Fish Tank, Ashinew, Alex Hoot, Maximilian Rower, Tufster McGee, Bryant, Nick Clarkson, Jane Wick, Flo Siegel, Destry Hawk, Pierre the Disaster, The Tallest Jew, Michael Weems, non Binary with Left Beef, Summer Geist, Dijonese, Chaz Goblin, and Paul Ballard which Cart.
1: Hell yeah.
0: <laughs> Thank you very much for all of your support. Um, I think that's everything. I'm feeling weird because I did shit out of order. Oops. Oh
1: well. Semper oh. funny. Memento Pokemori. Fucking Memento summy, Pokemori. semper funny.
0: Memento Pokemori. Love you. all see you next week. Bye. 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 Uh, before you stop recording, do not forget to we have to do another sync clap at the end so that uh, Alex does not have to line up with the Craig. Oh
3: well, yeah, do that yeah, yeah. I right
0: yeah. uh, so go to Tim's ass. Yep, spread Tim's ass wide like that goatsy motherfucker. Okay, thank
3: you. Okay,
1: yeah. that's a bit much. Alright, one well, more thought, is back to business. Yeah. I'm a rookie, and yet that's a witness. Yeah. Boy you draw broad and your sister begged it I told that little bitch don't ask for pictures yeah. I do this thing yeah. for fitness yeah. Put them cowie boys and rizzlers Fall outside the next family function The cowies are gonna have a awkward Christmas So why you love to talk about mum so much? So much. Ooh, where's yours? Where's yours? Let me just allow it. It. it Let me just pause, pause. L- Now fuck that man, I gotta done the virus So I hey, Wiley, you should've been the one to guide us But since you wanna diss my mum so much Let's talk about why you moved your mum to Cyprus That right. poor little woman was scared in the house car You put her life in danger, you prick you- Bricks and shots just fly through your window You couldn't be the person Save her, you, you prick. Instead of you to squeeze the pumpy, you said your mummy you got to leave the country. I never want to hear you say "Free the man. Then let's go Cyprus and go free your mumsy. E. Got mumsy e banged up abroad. For. All because her son was
3: a fraud. For. Can't handle this, so she handles dick like I, handle the, war. I handle the war. We got a hunk of a president.